Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Who in Review, the show where friends yell over top of each other about a thing they love, that thing being Doctor Who. My name is Nick G. Today, we're going to be reviewing Series 11, Episode 10, The Battle of Ranskur Av Kolos, and try and answer the question, do two points make an arc? Here with me to answer that question are Nick Z. Uh, well, you see, it depends on how you draw the line. If the slope is about, uh, five, then maybe? Soph. Um, maths question mark? And Chloe. Got my name. I've been on this planet for too long. <laughs> Boy. I could be anyone now. Even Chloe. Oh, no. The person you've always wanted to be. Yes. I'm going to make sure not to sabotage the introductions next time by sort of talking about math. <laughs> no, more math. That's what the people want. All of the maths. we got to get that gold star. Yes. All of the maths. <laughs> the people, and by which I mean... Uh, Reddit? Reddit seems to own, seems to exclusively just want speeches all the time. Mm-hmm. Just entirely speeches by a man. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's all they want. That's all they want. If, if if the show was just 45 minutes of a slow close-up of David Tennant talking about some bullshit, they would love it. It would be their best season ever. Talking to the devil. Like, the it doesn't literal even matter devil. who they're talking to. No? And at the end, I don't know, makes out with his companion or some yeah. bullshit or just explodes everything. A plus. A plus episode, 10 stars, give them all the Golden Globes plate. It's 20% know, what you say and 80% how you say it, right? Uh, yeah, Reddit's been super toxic about this season. Mm. It's it's just because I, I did as always. I'm like, oh man, we'll get on the internet and see what everybody uh, feels about this, and it just and Reddit I just get bummed out really quickly. Oh yeah, it's not a good scene. It's weird. Reddit is so strange. It has these like weird pockets of like huge toxicity, and then like incredible support. <sighs> yeah. Like, I follow, like, I'm on Reddit, and I follow, like, a bunch of different subreddits, and (laughs) how strange, the ones that seem to be more female-dominant seems to be a lot more supportive. (laughs) Go fig! Kels surprise. Right? It's really strange. Like, I follow Mm -hmm. the, I follow our fitness, Mm -hmm. which is, like, it's kind of depends. There can be some, like, weird toxicity on it, but then I follow uh, our XX fitness. Mm-hmm. Which sounds like porn, it's not. It's, it's like female chromosomes, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it's for women. And it's like super supportive. It's like, come on, girl, like you can get back on it. And like, you you do it and you look amazing. And like, bless up. And <laughs> it's great. And and Doctor Who seems to be a lot of, a lot of like, the our Doctor Who seems to be a lot of new series fans only. Mm-hmm. You get the occasional yeah. person who's watched classic Who. Mm-hmm. But it's almost entirely new series fans, and it's a lot of dudes. You like you can just you can tell either because they identify as dudes or like no fucking woman's gonna say that shit. <laughs> it's very like <laughs> go on. It's very gatekeepery to mm. its own series. Yeah. Huh. 
Like, we know what Doctor Who is. You, the people making Doctor Who, don't know what Doctor oh. Who is. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of been a, th- a running theme for a lot of the uh, new series. Maybe a little bit of the, of the classic series, you know? That's why we had characters like that Harry Potter-looking guy and... Um, a uh, whiz greatest, kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And greatest show in the galaxy. Whatnot, you know. Hmm, the, one with Hugh Jackman? <laughs> no. No, unfortunately. I wish Hugh Jackman was Did Hugh it. Jackman rap and uh, introduce things with, with sick rhymes? Boy. Um, if only. Did he rap? Yeah. In in The Greatest Showman? Maybe kind of. And he definitely yeah. sang. Yeah. Oh, man. That, there's, an, there's another property that has great songs but is a mess. <laughs> Agreed. Oh. Um, I'm talking about Reddit too much, but yeah. I did want to close off by saying Reddit's, Reddit's like, uh, this series has been so bad and it won't be coming back until 2020. What? How dare it? Like, yeah. what do you, what do you want? Yeah. More to complain about. <laughs> yeah. That's what they want. They want more to complain mm-hmm. about. Because there, there's a lot of people who are not going to be happy unless they're complaining. And I mean, I get that that's like really ironic coming from us mm-hmm. because we do a weekly podcast based around a lot of complaining. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's with love. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We put the work into it. But yeah, this uh, this episode, this finale. Yes. Battle of Ransker Avkolos. A terrible Ma- name. Making ma- making it mm-hmm. eternally going to be like, oh, what yeah. was that one? The, the, battle, the battle of, of something, something. I don't. <laughs> mm. It's it's a very cl- it's a very classic series title. It is. Like like do as you as you mentioned right off the top of the of the intro. Do two points make an arc? Uh, I'd say no. I'd say this is like a sequel. I'd say yes, fight me. Because we had... <laughs> Sorry. I, I, yeah, I would say yes. In kind of like a very vagueish way. Mm. I mean, this whole series has been the Doctor and some select companions going on adventures... And they haven't really, haven't really had like this, this perk, so to speak. The adventures haven't been sequential; they've been more episodic. Mm-hmm. But it's like the sort of televised storytelling where the story doesn't build on itself because of the plot moving forward, episode to episode. The story builds on itself, and I'm not saying Doctor Who did this this series because I don't think it did, but. Mm-hmm. Building on itself more with the characters, mm. developing like little sort of mm-hmm. miniature stories, and even even if it did that by constantly having well maybe not constantly but often having Graham say, "What about Grace?" Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know why when you just said Grace right there, I thought you were talking about Grace from the movie, Doctor Grace Holloway. Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, "Oh my god, I missed oh, that." Oh. What about Grace? Yeah, sick. Call, that'd, that'd be a, that'd be cold. In the New Year special, Grace Holloway shows up, and the Doctor like, "It's Grace." <laughs> oh no, not that Grace. <laughs> different Grace. Different Grace. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, sorry, Z. Where you? Go on. Yeah, no, no worries. So, even though I would still say, you know, some characters, yes, could maybe be a little bit more developed, or maybe they have been, and that's just their character. Um, I think that's that's how the, you get the arc in this series. It's that the stories are disconnected, but this, the the through line are the people who have experienced it. Mm-hmm. The Doctor mm-hmm. and the Companions. 
because it's not like there is some like big plot in num- in episode one that they foiled and then um you know uh sort of cold close or whatever it's called like final scene of the episode we see uh tim shaw denting his fingers and be like oh I'll get you, doctor i'll get you next time <laughs> i'll get you next time gadget <laughs> it just ends and you know whatever things go on time moves forward or backwards or side to side mm-hmm. uh, and then we come to this episode and like i guess it's kind of sequely but there's still that continuity from episode to episode. It's just not plot continuity. There is. Mm-hmm. It's a good 3,407 years. <laughs> it was very specific. Yes. Yeah, those last seven were killer. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like there's, there's a bunch of, like, cause and effect and a bunch of little things, but it's not like... Like, nothing in the season lead kind of leads you to where it's going. No. I mean, is it not in the ghost no. monument they also mentioned that the Stenza yeah. did attack their planets? Yeah. Like like it's a very weak it's a very weak arc if it is an arc. Yes. Like there was that and there was yeah. I can't can't remember if someone was just Cause the the aliens and the demons of the Punja yes. said that their planet was mm-hmm. taken. I I don't know if someone theorized or said that it was like in this episode was it was one of the planets. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. It's <sighs> it, it's it's very mm. similar to like the journey's end arc. Yes. Like I found that to be the least satisfying part of this because it felt like it felt like the same thing that the Daleks it was the Daleks, right? It was. Yeah, that the Daleks did in the journey's end arc, but they just the planets in a different way, and she put them back in a different way. It was. Hmm. It was also um, similar to the pirate planet. You would say that, yeah. Yeah, like, like literally, I oh, believe yeah. in the pirate planet. He also like condensed planets down to like that size and had them had like a trophy case of them or something That's like fun. that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it, like the similarity to the journey's end arc. Like, especially if the Demons of the Punjab aliens, if it is canon that one of their planets was the one that's taken, that is the same kind of, like, arc seeding that was used in the Journey's End arc. Yeah, cause like, like because, like, bees are gone. Yeah, and, like, the Jadoon, I feel like that was, no, that wasn't the Jadoon season, was it? Like, they, he run, like, the Doctor encounters aliens throughout that season who are just like, my planet's gone, and I don't know what's going on. And he just kind of, like, brushes it off, and he's like, yeah, we'll get around to that, and then something else happens. Yeah. So, it's the same story, isn't it? The the aliens from, like, mm-hmm. the, the demons of Punjab. Yep. Could they bounce back and forth in uh-huh. time? Or were they, like, stuck linearly, and they can just see into the future? <laughs> well, because then, if that's the case, the, that story took place in the past, like... Um, mm-hmm. on Earth, like mm. 19, whatever the heck it was. And whatever's happening with the what's-his-face in, or mm-hmm. Tim Shaw and him deciding to just take a bunch of planets and, like, that whole um, confrontation happened, like, a good 3,000-some-odd years after what we assume is present day, when, like, he came to Earth and the Doctor's like, nope! They're being taken, they are being taken out of time's time. Time space. space, yes. Because I'm I'm pretty sure that when Both. he goes to grab the Earth, it is more or less current Earth. Mm-hmm. 
Because why not? Based on, I don't know, would 3,000 years add any continental drift? No. <laughs> Probably. Mo- like, extremely... <laughs> not, not a noticeable minutely. amount. No, no. Um, I'm sure there are, like, astrophysics professors out there who are like, well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but it's... <laughs> they just push the, pe- the glasses up the nose and be not, like, wow, um, actually. It wasn't clear. Not noticeable to the layman, no. Like, yeah. it's not like he was going... He was trying to take a planet and it was like, Pangea. Yeah, no. But... It was mentioned they they can they can take them out of time and space. Sure, so yeah. It could have been a long time ago or whatever. Also, like the demons of the Punjab, even if it was being like linearly, when like I don't think Tim Shaw says when he starts pulling planets. He's been there for like three thousand odd years. No. Yeah. He could have been pulling planets for the last five hundred, the last five seventy, the last <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two like, he yeah. could have and it's it's not really important if he started yesterday versus if he started 500 years ago. No. Um, so, like, say he started 500 years ago, he could have taken their planet 500 years ago, and they're like, well, we're going to be watchers of the world now. Yeah. Anyways. So, does that mean if the planet's back, they're going to be going back to being bounty hunters? Or are they going to be like, oh, planet's back? Uh, I mean, sorry. they would still... I was just going to say... They would still be the only two of their kind. I can't imagine that uh, shrinking down the planets shrank down everybody else, and they uh, yeah. you will survive. I don't know. Kind of way. Yeah, also, mm. did did it kill everybody on the planets? If it did, are they alive again when the planets get reverted, or is it just a planet of dead people? Yeah, like the implication was there was some sort of stasis happening, but <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of questions about mm. like conservation of mass. Yes, <laughs> a, a lot of questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This may be the most the most maths and physics heavy episode yeah. this season. The doctor picked it yeah. up. He's like, "Oh, it it shouldn't be this light. No, it's like hella dense because it was a planet the size of a baseball." Well, I mean, even if she did, like, even when she didn't know that it was a planet in there, it was like a big ass crystal. Yeah, like, and she's like, Mur. maybe she was just like uh, working out. <laughs> yeah, get in pipes. Um, but while we're on it. I I thought Tim Shaw was very good in this episode. It's fine. I I I, I was into it. He I, played a good I, villain. I thought it was good. Battered and broken and bruised, he decides to play on the naivete, I suppose, of these two unbelievably powerful powerful people. And like, but, why yes, I am your god. How's about you build me this thing so I can stop dying? Yeah. Like he was pretty clever in that regard. Mm-hmm. Definitely some Davros notes. Mm-hmm. I felt like it didn't even have to be that clever. They were so willing. They had such incredible faith. They were willing to believe mm-hmm. basically whatever he said. Well, <laughs> yeah. now, um, I don't know when or where or in what capacity this was mentioned in the episode. Tardis Wiki says that he's like the first other person they ever saw. Yeah. Wow. So that might be. Sure. And he just kind of wiped into existence too, right? So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he like uh teleported or he got or he materialized yeah. on yes. the planet. I thought that like he comes off as kind of like gets his pants pulled down and his butt kicked in the first episode mm-hmm. and he comes back and he's <laughs> a little more formidable. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. people thought he was going to have when he like unhooked himself and started walking around. Some people thought he was gonna have godlike powers. I don't know why they thought that. I thought the godlike powers yeah. were 
merely limited to having those two people capture planets for him yeah. to power mm-hmm. a super yeah. weapon. That's yeah. That's plenty. Yeah, no, and beyond that, he just had the same delusions of grandeur that he had in the first episode. Yes. Oh, yeah. And but, now, but now he looks like Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Graham shot and him he, in the foot. like, has a Death Star, like... Yeah. I don't know. I kept I kept pulling all these like super obvious seeming parallels from it and it was kind of impairing how much I enjoyed the episode. I mean, there's Darth Vader's very clear. <laughs> I mean, even the fa- like even the fact that like the way they were using the the monument or the the shrine like with it's like tractor beam type thing it just to like destroy not destroy planets, but to get plans. <laughs> to acquire them. To acquire yeah. I don't know. It, it felt very, like, it felt like a big Star Wars reference. And then the overarching plot of, like, taking these planets to use for nefarious purposes felt like the Journey's End arc. And I found it a little bit unsatisfying and maybe a little bit, like, um, or maybe not as creative as I was hoping it would be. Yeah, it doesn't, like, plot-wise, it doesn't do much that's different. No. Um, I like the idea of the Ux. Yeah, no, they, mm-hmm. I, like yes. the, I like the Ux as yeah. well. I mean, they, they like, their power was sort of limited to what, or unlimited to what the plot needed <laughs> them to be able to do. Yeah. They're... they're- their power was like a clap for fairies, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> like it, mm, they could just create whatever the heck in, they wanted. This is not new in season finales. No. <laughs> nah. No. No, a lot of uh, season finales are believe in yourself and or the Doctor. Yeah. This was <laughs> this was at least uh, an application of, like, some insane form of, like, telekinesis mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, yeah. like a mental power and not just thinking about something. If everyone mm. believes in the doctor, oh. they turn him from a CGI <sighs> old man into David Tennant. <laughs> you mean the little gremlin? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, more uh. more on that in the coming months. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. Man, I'm excited. And that just sort of reminded me. Like, we, we were talking about, you know, our two points in arc. Maybe three points if that... Maybe three or four points if we include... The ghost monument and the mention that the Stenza had destroyed other planets. Yeah. And then if indeed the planet that the aliens from Deems the Punjab were from. Yeah. If indeed that was also a link. Three or four mm-hmm. points. Is that any more like significant deliberate points than say the Bad Wolf arc? Where the arc seemed to be a, a meaningful shot of Bad Wolf written on a wall. Um, I would s- mm. Mm. I would say Bad Wolf wasn't an arc. No, there's no new information ever. Nope. <laughs> yeah, wasn't there? It was just the words Bad Wolf, and then Rose becomes Bad Wolf. Bad Wolf. And, what you gonna do? And it's but <laughs> the word is Bad Wolf because they knew the word was Bad Wolf because that's the word that they like. It's mm. like it it like it in itself has no meaning. No, I'm not trying to like critique that as as far as like whether that worked as as a plot device. I'm saying like because that's the kind of season that people will point like like Reddit, for example, will point to and say like, oh, like the Davis's seasons were so much better with their arcs. Yeah, I, I'm basically saying, are they different? 
Um, Are I, they different? I think so. I think I think Bad Wolf was much more deliberate. Like I don't think, like even though it, I don't think it did it very effectively. It was clear it was building to something. Mm-hmm. It was like a signpost thing, like what, like watch out for this. Mm. Whereas this was just like some other details that if you notice are nice, but it mm-hmm. doesn't really matter. That's fair. I mean, yeah. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. It was stated at the outset that there would be no arc. And, <laughs> and I don't think that's true. I, I, but you know what? This is this is a conversation yeah. for our season wrap-up, and I yeah. was like, we can't get into the season wrap-up, and now I'm like, let's <laughs> yeah. talk about the season wrap-up. I know, right? All right. It's hard. I mean, it's super hard. It's super hard to talk about the finale without talking about a season right. wrap-up. We'll try and... Yeah, yeah. Save your FYI, I'm going to try to create like a more of a structured format for the season yeah. wrap-up. Okay. So that should make it... That should differentiate it. Yeah. All right. Changing gears. So you're gonna, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, changing gears. Yes. Um, what are uh, everyone's thoughts on, on Graham? Oh, Graham. And hit the end, or at least a uh, stopping point for his arc. Mm-hmm. He had every opportunity to just pull the trigger on Tim Shaw, but he didn't. He shot him in the foot. Whatever. He's still alive. Who cares? But I feel like what they ended up doing to him instead was this kind of, it was almost cruel, but it was poetic justice. Because he can no longer harm anyone else. He's in stasis, trapped in this monument he built for himself that no one can get into anymore. So, like, even if somebody, say, wanted to explore it, well, tough bananas, nobody can get in. So, like, no one's going to rescue him. He's a bounty hunter to thaw him out. Hey, man, I don't know. (laughs) I I would virtually call that death. Yeah. He's, yeah. I think he's pretty much screwed. It's a pretty typical Doctor Who punishment death, where the Doctor is like, we can't kill anyone, but we can make them wish they were dead. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like the Doctor pulls that all the time. The 13th Doctor because- definitely has definitely landed on lawful good. Because, like, yeah. I feel like, like I was saying, it is a lot crueler to leave him there because he was pretty much dying if it weren't for that stasis who's a majigger that the the yucks made like all the tubes and wires all them tubes and wires like he probably was like you know what i'm i can't fight anymore so i built this thing and like can't let me use this thing i can't you know like he's not a warrior anymore he may as well die Mm -hmm. and i almost feel like he was egging graham on but like him not killing him and then sticking them in that prison for all eternity, basically, it's like, yeah, well, that uh, sucks for you. I think it would have been funny if they took the ox and didn't tell Tim Shaw anything. Mm. If they just like left him there wandering around the building, hello. Like, like if he thought they were still there, he's like, oh, take another planet. And then like they rigged it up so that something would just like glow or something. He's like, ah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I'm the king. Yeah. Well, you just like I set up an that. Alexa or something. Alexa, download planet. Ding. I love the confrontation between the doctor and Graham because a very rare thing. First of all, we have a companion who's not like 20 something. Mm, yep. That in itself. Yeah. So they have like opinions and convictions. They have opinions and convictions <laughs> about things because. To most of the companions, the greatest, most wondrous thing in the world is to be able to travel in the TARDIS with the Doctor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Graham is more like, like, okay, it's been cool, but like, if I don't, if I don't um, exercise what's like in 
on my soul or whatever, then mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. And he's like, yeah, I heard you. I don't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he had like such conviction about it was like really exciting because companions rarely ever do that. And often companions or like usually like temporary companions who have any sort of outside motivation yeah. get punished for it. That's true. Yeah. Because they're, they're painted as, as selfish. They're not, they're not directly drawing their morality from the doctor and no. therefore are wrong. Mm-hmm. Which is debatable. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. usually they're, they're doing something fairly selfish on their own. Like I'm thinking of that guy in the first season. Adam. Who got the thing, yeah, the thing in his head yeah. to get all the knowledge. Yeah. Like that was, that was pure yeah. selfishness for sure. Um, what else? I feel like he was only around for like an episode or two. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, I'm, I'm not saying like long-term companions per se, but like even temporary companions. And like, he counts as a companion. He was there for a couple episodes. He might have even been called one. Sure. Like, which doctor is this? I feel like ninth. Nine. But you do ninth? have to rewatch it. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Ninth is fine. I got a lot to go through then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was in like, he came aboard in Dalek. And then yes, he left. He was like the intern. And then he left in the following. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. It's a little about that guy. Yeah. But anyway, Graham was, I mean, ultimately he, he changed his mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was about no guns. Or oh, no oh, weapons yeah. or something. Yeah, because Ryan was like, I thought you said no weapons. And she's like, eh. <laughs> no, she didn't yeah. say no weapons. She said no guns. Well, yeah, she also said, you know, those are the rules. But like, always have to tell the new people the rules. And then you know, kind of get well, flexible. I mean, okay. Anytime she uses weapons of any sort, like you know, bombs or mines or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, it's never on a person. No. So like, uh, I mean, not. I in mean, this thirteen series. probably not this year, doesn't, yeah. but I don't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like the doctor. I feel like the doctor definitely has like at least suggested that there is a bomb on someone. <laughs> I'm sure the third doctor shot somebody. The third doctor oh, was bad. Like, that's why. Like, well, like he was with a laser cold, or dude. something. Oh, like, like an international like, super spy. I'm sure he. Shot I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was basically 007. Let's be honest here. Yeah. It was. I'd say this was like the first time we actually got to the. Classic new series concept of the Doctor lies. Yep. Yeah. Where she's like, I, I say a lot of things. I lied. Yeah. Which I'm actually surprised that all of like the nerdos on the internet didn't pick up and go like, oh, this <laughs> is finally us getting the Doctor. This is the real deal, the Doctor, because she's lying. Yeah. Well, wasn't that introduced with like the twelfth? Yeah, but it's not explicit yeah. enough. No. What, the eleventh. Eleventh. It was it was, was River that it was said River. it that said it right. It was definitely River that said it like quite a lot. Yeah, she so might have even said it. In yeah, silence. totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She might have said it in silence. The library, so that'd be ten. Could be ten. Mm. I'm not a fan of it. I don't <laughs> mind it, it. It just got said a lot. It's so vi- it's just so vague. It barely means it. Like in what context? Mm-hmm. All contexts. <laughs> you have peanut butter. <laughs> I, I had almond oh, butter. <laughs> the doctor lies. Oh, boy. Tune in next week for our new web series where <laughs> the doctor lies, unlike every other person. 
<laughs> this is the, I feel like this is the first time we're actually seeing the Doctor more or less stand up, like, be an example of the morality that the Doctor has claimed to have been. Mm-hmm. Like you said, this Doctor is lawful good. Yes. Mostly. Yeah. And I feel like every other Doctor has tried to, like, paint themselves as that. Yeah. But ultimately fails. <laughs> so, one question I had, I get grabbing the plant, like, I get, I suppose, grabbing the planets and putting them in the in the crystals for nefarious ends. Yeah. What was yeah. the deal with having all the people in stasis? Why didn't he just shoot them all? Trophies. They were all. They were all. Mark Addy's crewmates and th- or those are all the people that like came to the planet, like all the previous. To try, and but like, why soldiers? didn't he just just sideways shoot them? Hmm? Was he doing Why anything keep them? with them? Were was they, he drawing energy yeah, from them? Yeah, were they them? like Matrix batteries? I'm telling you, they're just uh, trophies. Why does he have teeth all over his face? Yeah. Why didn't he take Stupid their teeth? Hmm? Maybe he did. We didn't see their teeth mm. afterwards. Nobody saw anybody's mm. teeth. <laughs> He's like the tooth fairy, only in a more nefarious. He doesn't leave any coins under your pillow. Anyways, if if they are the trophies, I guess I would have also liked a line saying, hey, these are my trophies, all these dudes. Yeah. Well, it was especially strange because um, Potemkin, or whatever his name was, his crew was what, like three other people? As yeah. far as yeah. we could tell? But there were at least ten people in yeah, those stasis pods? Yeah. Other people well, that tried to come and stop the dude. Like, like the soldiers, I guess? Because like, yeah. they were like, they were like a bunch of yeah. ships. That came yeah. And like a bunch oh, yeah. of ruins of ships. So all of those people. Oh, yeah. I feel like yeah. it's using up a lot of energy to keep all these people in stasis. Yeah. It's what the it's fourth, kind of like it's what the fifth leaving... planet's for. Ha. It's like leaving electronic, like leaving lights on <laughs> when you leave the house. Like why? Just wasting Dude, energy. He needs his binky. <laughs> his, his, his security blanket. He's got to have his trophies. You know what yes. I mean? Hey, well, besides, I the Ux can make whatever. It's, Solar powered, who cares? <laughs> but there didn't seem to be like any like in the context of the story, there didn't seem to be he didn't like brag about them as a trophy. And then they were just shown walking off and you know, like aimlessly after uh Paltraki to get back on his ship. Like there didn't seem to be any point aside from like kind of a time crunch for Graham and Ryan. To try to get them mm. out of the chambers. Because they're like, oh, I thought yeah. there were only three people here, but there's like 30. It just it just seemed like <laughs> something for Ryan and Graham to do before their yeah. confrontation with Tim Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. But it could have been done with four people. Like, like it, the, the number of people seemed to kind of be arbitrary. Even in the context Very. of the story. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What about... The planet itself looked like a quarry in Wales. <laughs> a classic Doctor Who quarry. Right? But here's the other thing, too, that made it kind of interesting. It wasn't like they could just, you know, wander on up. Something about it was screwing with their brains so that they couldn't remember anything. And, like, <laughs> they had to have those little doohickeys on their foreheads. We didn't get a super good payoff to that. It was just so that, like, Peltraki couldn't give them all the information at once. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, plot, it was plot limited. It was so he, he he dished it out in little bite-sized chunks. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. And and I find that so unsatisfying when you can like so transparently see why something like that something is being done for the sake of it's easier to write the story this way. Well, it was also used to stop the Ux from destroying yes. the Earth because they stuck it on their heads and stopped yep. their brainwaves, basically. Yeah. So it's like, oh, there's that too. Yeah, but that and was like, the, that, that, that means that it had to sacrifice their own sanity to make sure that this happens, yes, kind of thing. That, that's what I'm saying. That's the sacrifice part. They gave it to them, but it didn't really. They were more or less fine. Like, because yeah. the doctor starts off by saying, like, oh, there's like, it affects your emotions a lot. Mm-hmm. And I thought they were going to get really wacky when they took those. Chips mm-hmm. off, but yeah. it's been established that the doctor has like high constitution. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like yes, but yes, no, yeah, yes. And the yes, doctor just... were there. They both took off their uh, their neuro neural <laughs> helpers. Who's majiggers, yeah. I, I see. So you're asking Tumblr. why did they make out? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, it was because it was crazy. Because it was a thing <laughs> from the planet. <laughs> Here's the reason why, actually. <laughs> It's because Tumblr took all the porn off of it. So. That's right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah we yeah. can't have not safe for work on Tumblr anymore. So there was no reason for them to make out anymore. Thanks a lot. Tumblr. Thanks, Tumblr. <laughs> so it's like a person lighting their house on fire trying to get rid of a few mice. It's too bad there were some good lewds on Tumblr. <laughs> Known for lewds. <laughs> There's also really horrible stuff on Tumblr. So yeah. yeah. Good. Good with the bad. Mm-hmm. And there you got the facts of life. Mm. That's right. The, baby the facts of life boy. are, uh, Mark Addy was in this episode. How'd you guys like him? Pretty much the only, apart from, I guess there was a small episodic cast, but he was like one of the, one of the only, uh, guest stars on here. Yeah. He was, was he, he the was captain? Fun. Yeah. He was Paltraki. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Robert Baratheon. Uh, <laughs> I didn't recognize him with a giant beard. Yeah, and <laughs> in, in, in all that, and all that accoutrement. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. But good. He's he's got range. He has the potential to be like Brian Blessed too. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially with the with like the looking, great big bushy beard, like, like looking like Robert oh. Baratheon. Um, yeah. 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 It's unfortunate he didn't. Uh, Tap into that here. He's, he's, no, he, he wasn't hamming at all. He was being quite <laughs> no. serious. I mean, even serious. Robert Baratheon wasn't like super hammy. No, mm-hmm. he was like he was kind of like the character was a little bit hammy. Yeah, but like yeah, yeah. And and by hammy, I mean literally full of ham and just <laughs> and drunk further, all the time. Further bacon and pork chops. Other hams. Yeah, <laughs> killed by further hams. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hams were his downfall. <laughs> it was a pineapple that didn't mean. Yeah. So we continue to get no real good development with Yaz. No. I feel. No. I feel okay. Maybe this is this can be expanded on in the season wrap up, but I feel like I should mention it now at least. Mm. I think that the reason why there's been so little development with Yaz is because, for the most part. The only character that she's really been playing off of um, when the when the team breaks up into into like the A plot and the B plot and whatever mm-hmm. is the, is the Doctor, mm-hmm. and I guess the Doctor could have some character development herself, perhaps. Um, not that not that it's necessary, but like that character's already built up so much. You know, there's it's not as easy, I think, to like really 
pull out the character as it was with Graham and Ryan, where there are these two people, you're learning all about them, you know, you're learning their relationship and uh, their foibles and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the Doctor, like, we more or less know the Doctor. Mm-hmm. So Yaz essentially just becomes like all of the other solo companions throughout much of the the uh, new series. She is basically just the, the proxy character. The soundboard to, like, bounce the ideas off of? Yeah. Well, one thing that Saw pointed out um, about the season is, that, and which I think is fair, um, is the companions didn't ask the Doctor a lot about herself. No. No. Which is odd, no. because a lot of the other companions have been, like, pretty nosy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this was like, way completely nosy. in the other direction. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, there was the one time where Yaz and and Ryan were in a subplot, sort of, but that was because yeah. it, that was in Rosa, where like yeah. they were yeah. segregated. They had, so. they, they had that little scene mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was no like Doctor. What what the fuck's up with your whole thing? With your biz? <laughs> <laughs> um, time and maybe she what? told them a bunch of it off screen, but uh, we didn't see. And ultimately, maybe that's what people are missing. Hmm. I think, be. yeah, and and expanding from that, I don't think the companions had a lot of curiosity. No, they just here's the situation. Okay, this is what we got to do to figure out the situation. Yeah, so that's mm-hmm. interesting. I must say, kind of going back to talking about the episode itself, the writing, Chris Chibnall's writing was better in this mm-hmm. episode. You can tell that this is the second episode that he put a lot of effort into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like the opening and the closing. Mm-hmm. Um, still a little clunky, though. Like the whole thing, the whole monologue at the end where the doctor's like, it turns out that you were the creators all along. You didn't, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't need this magic hat. It was inside <laughs> you all along. She, she radically <laughs> changed the religion very quickly. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. That was something that I'd said to you while we were watching. Yeah. And I this would have been a certainty under a different showrunner, either the Davis or Moffat. Mm-hmm. I was waiting like and I thought this reveal was going to come like for sure up until like the last 5 minutes of the episode that when they were talking about like oh like our creator and like our religion's based on our creator and everything that they were going to turn to the doctor and be like our word for creator and doctor are the same word. The doctor is their creator. Uh, because that's the oh kind of thing God. that's been done in previous seasons. And like, it's done to death and it's boring. <laughs> I know, but I was expecting that. Yeah, that would, that would not have been out of left field. That would have been like mm. a certainty in a Moffat episode. Yeah. Because Moffat did that a couple of times with the 11th Doctor. Yeah, I said this. I said this when you said that to yeah. me when we were watching the episode. Did you know that in our language, "doctor" means healer? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Wasn't there another one where it was like "doctor" means warrior? Yeah, that's yeah. demons I mean, run. I mean, mine is is satirical because in the English yeah. language as well, "doctor" means healer. Yeah. Um, I feel like there there is like literally a thing though where River is like showing her like history of the doctor. Yeah. And she's like, everyone gets their word for healer from the doctor. Oh. I think that literally yeah. is a plot point. 
Like everyone's picture of the yeah. devil came from that one devil. Yeah, exactly. That, yep. <laughs> that one devil guy. That <laughs> they, <ran> yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the things I did like <laughs> that I that I actually liked even more when I like I saw someone already be like, "Oh, I hated this part." Like, I really liked it. <laughs> is just to be contrary. No, yeah. like I just realized how much I actually enjoyed it. Where, like when the episode was happening, I just like walked over me, thinking about different little moments when the elder. Ux, that like has the doctor at gunpoint. I was like, "Who are you?" The doctor's like, "Nobody." No, that's Arya Stark. Yeah, <laughs> no, Arya Stark is no one. I thought she said no one. <laughs> Maybe no one. I thought she said me. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Anyways, Wait, anyway, are we talking about like the character or the the Maisie? No, no, don't don't, know, don't worry about Maisie doctor. Williams at all. Right. Got it. Right. <laughs> um, anyway. The doctor implied she was just like, whoever. Yeah. Uh, which I really liked. Through. We're getting away from, like, the doctor being, like, the third founder of Gallifrey. And, like, <laughs> that was a, um, that was in, like, the Sylvester McCoy novels and stuff like that. The doctor yeah. is so incredibly important. <laughs> Romulus Reeves, yeah. mm-hmm. the doctor. Exactly. <laughs> Great. Um, Far more yeah, humble. Or the last... The last of her kind and like a oh. lonely god, like all that bullshit. Oh, oh my god, what it, the oh, upcoming yeah. storm. <laughs> yeah, all that stupid oh, yeah. stuff. Well, they tried to do that. Like, they, they attempt. Moffat was bad at that. As much as I do love Moffat, he was super bad at like scaling back the doctor. He did try with deleting the 11th doctor from the internet. Yeah. When he went to, oh. see the, to see the, yeah, he went to see the Daleks and he was like, yeah. delete out of the, I don't exist anymore to you. It's very silly. <laughs> it was for reasons. He's like, oh, I got too big. Yeah. Which he did, arguably. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't like, I don't like too many people hearing of the Doctor. It's, uh, it's, and then. <laughs> you liked the Doctor before they were cool. Exactly. <laughs> I wanted to brain that caveman with a rock. <laughs> Um, and then at the end, she just gives like speech. Her speech. She just gives like this tiny little like universe is pretty cool, and we'll try to keep it being pretty cool. Goodbye, everybody. That was the <laughs> whole. That was like her whole speech, basically. And I appreciated that. Yeah. It wasn't like everybody listen to all the words I have to say about the universe. Yeah, I I like those. Like I guess I call them small moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely been a series of small moments. Mm-hmm. Which it's I appreciate. Like smaller. Definitely. Overall. Yeah. I... I don't know. I'll save it for our season wrap-up because I'm still not sure. Okay. Season wrap-up, season wrap-up. Man, oh man, speaking of MLP, another another series. Does it have arcs? Does it not? Because the first episode's about something that becomes really important in, like, the last episode. Mm-hmm. Shrug. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it reminds me of, like, Harry Potter, where it's like, oh, hey, that's my bird fox. Did you know that Phoenix Tears can heal anything (laughs) and they can lift any sort of weight? Yeah, we'll gloss over that and and it'll be super important later on in the book. They they call that Chekhov's Phoenix. Oh, Chekhov's Phoenix. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, yeah. Looking at a season or a series long, Chekhov's guns. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you suppose it was in this one? Tim Shaw. Ah, Tim Shaw. Yeah. His, his own hubris. Tim Shaw's hubris. Hubris! Right. Especially for a show like this where you're so used to 
you're so used to these season-long arcs where the finale is the capstone of the story that has been being told for the last 12 weeks or whatever. Yeah. It's a lot of change at once for real Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm not so in love with the episode or even really the season. Uh, it felt like, especially this episode, some of the elements, like the element of the the, the mind control or mind wiping planet felt mm. like it was written so that the final part of the plot made sense. Like it was, it, it felt like it was written backwards. Right. Like I mm. want this to happen at the end. Like, what do I need to do? So it didn't feel like a story that was like evolving as it went or being told as it went. Mm. It felt like, working backwards from the goal that they wanted. And I felt like it was doing a disservice to the story for that reason. Because when you can like point out plot elements that seem like that are there for very specific reasons, I feel like that's not particularly good storytelling. Mm. As, as I always said, um, you don't want to be able to see the strings. Yeah. And I felt like this episode Mm -hmm. had a lot of strings. Yeah. Uh, And then also guys in pods for no reason. (laughs) Aside from just like, we had these cool pods on the BBC backlot. Let's <laughs> throw some extras in there. We had somebody like ten guys who won like a BBC contest get to appear on an episode of Doctor Who as guys in a pod. <laughs> we had mm-hmm. three pods and a bunch of mirrors. <laughs> yes. No, that's 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 BBC, you're right. Um I don't love Tim Shaw. I think he's been a stupid villain this whole time. And now, <laughs> and you know what? Maybe, maybe because I'm so like arc focused, mm-hmm. I think it would, I would have liked him. I would have liked the whole concept of this a little bit better if I got one more episode with him where he was just even like, not even necessarily the main part of the episode, but just like appears in part of it. If we got a mid season bit of mm-hmm. some variety where like, it's like, this guy still exists, he's still important, he's doing some jazz. Then I might have liked the payoff of this better. If if we did a thing where when they went to an alien planet, yeah, wouldn't work for Earth, but they went to an alien planet this season, mm-hmm. and then they were leaving it, like, visibly, like, was taken afterwards. Yeah. We saw that at the end of the episode, would you have liked that, or would that have been too similar to Series 4? <laughs> Both. <laughs> yes to both. Okay. I would have liked it better because I felt like it would have felt like it was being woven through the narrative a little bit more. But you're right. That is my other major complaint with this is that it feels like a like an alternate skin of the Stolen Earth arc. Mm-hmm. Like instead of instead of Daleks, we had Tim Shaw. Instead of them being taken away by something. I forget how the Daleks took them. It does, oh, they were like pocket dimensions or something. They did it somehow slightly differently this time. I can tell you how they got back. <laughs> yeah. I will say the Doctor definitely took them back to their appropriate places with much more style this time. Hmm? Instead d- of towing them with the TARDIS. I'm not, I'm not a fan of the TARDIS moving laterally through space. I think it looked kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah. It does look super dumb. Um, Maybe not as dumb as a diner flying through space. (laughs) 
Shut your mouth. That's amazing. <laughs> that, that was fun. Uh, yeah. I love that Ryan said I love you to Graham. That was sweet. And that's it. I think that's it. I'm going to give it like like three stolen planets out of five attempted stolen planets. Okay. <laughs> I guess. That's about that's about how I feel about it. Very like middling. Mm-hmm. I don't think it it's certainly not the worst and most ridiculous finale that Doctor Who has had. Join us next year for our wrap-ups <laughs> of the worst and most ridiculous season finales. <laughs> Boy. But it's not the best either. I think on I think on balance finales are I think I think they're more bad finales than good finales, that's what I'm trying to say. Um mm-hmm. I've quite shorn that up a little bit though. We'll see. I don't know. Um, so Hmm. Okay. Then coming to the planet. Be like, you know, there's so many distress signals. Better go and figure out what's going on. Um, I do appreciate the doctor was like, you know, they've sent this many signals and everyone else is passing by. We're going to do the same thing. It's like, we're going to go and check it out. Uh, all right. So this planet is weird. So we're going to put these little thingies on our head to make sure we don't go cuckoo bananas. And, uh, oh, hey. There's a dude who doesn't have one of those things to to prevent him from going cuckoo bananas. So we're gonna try and figure out what's going on. Oh snap! It's Tim Shaw. Ah no! <laughs> does Graham have a revenge plot in mind? You bet he does. All right. Looks like we're gonna have to go to wherever it is that this guy slowly is remembering where he's supposed to go. Oh, here's the mission stuff. Convenient. And what do you know? There's this monument. Let's go inside. How do we get in? I'll use the sonic screwdriver. Whoop! There we are. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just kind of seemed <laughs> like they're chicking ticks off of mm-hmm. a list. <laughs> um, I appreciate, um, I like the new aliens, the Ux. I thought they're really neat. I was kind of curious as to, like, because the cold open had them. And it's like, what are they doing? Why are they just kind of putting rocks together? And, oh, snap, who's that? Wait, he seems familiar. 3,400, 700, whatever the heck it was, is like, that's an awfully specific number. Does that mean something? I don't know. Probably not. Um, but yeah, like, as a villain, in this one, he seems a little more menacing, at least, because he's not just going after a single human being for sport. He's destroying planets at a time. Just like, sucking them out of the time and the space, sticking them into a tiny little container to fuel his hate beam. That he's sending out of this friggin' temple. At least, you know, the Ux thought it was a temple, but he made it into a weapon, basically. And the poor younger one is like, this is wrong, we shouldn't be doing this. And it's like, oh, but he's the creator, so we gotta do what he says. It's like, I feel like maybe that was a commentary on, like, tradition. Tradition. Thank you. (laughs) So, like, I I appreciate that, too. I appreciate that Graham took the higher road. Still shot him in the foot, which, you know, I was like, Yes. (laughs) He at least deserves that much, jerk. Um, like this, the point with him and Ryan, and like that was really touching. Um, their sentence to him, which is basically worse than death. And it's like you know, while you're sitting there contemplating life, we want you to remember one name, and I'm like Grace, Grace. And I don't know. It, on some aspects, it seemed kind of predictable, and on some ones, it was like, whoa, where'd that come from? Um. Overall, it was fun. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite episodes. It's not like, hey, what episode from this season would you be like, hey, yeah, let's watch this one again. Probably wouldn't be this one. It's kind of one of those, 
It's thumbs up, but it's kind of a eh up. But anyway, I ranted long enough. How about you? I feel like my the value of my thumbs up is it's been all over the place uh, lately. I wouldn't I wouldn't give this thing uh, this episode a thumbs down. No, I'm gonna put my thumb in the middle. Mm. Um, it had really strong points. Um, it had uh, maybe not maybe not like a payoff, but like a really good sort of chapter end on the uh, the whole Ryan and Graham thing. I uh, didn't mind Tim Shaw coming back. I don't, I kind of feel like, I don't know if it would have been a stronger episode or the same, hmm. but in a way, aside from the whole, he is there trying to get revenge on the doctor thing, um, kind of could have been anybody. Yeah. I mean, like that's, that's sort of the thing with the Stenza in general. Um, there's supposed to be like this, this totally badass race of, of crazy warriors, the aliens from uh, Demons of the Punjab. How are they any different? They used to be assassins. It seems like, you know, maybe having just a bunch of humanoid aliens who are warriors or assassins. Eh, mm. you know, at least <clears throat> at least with the Cybermen or the Daleks, Boy. you know, they were Cybermen, hominid, whatever, mm. but like they had some sort of function or purpose or something that set them apart from other races aside from we're assassins, we're warriors, you know? So exterminate I and feel assimilate? <laughs> well well yeah, but I mean like Cybermen of were basically the whole idea is that like um at least I think I think this is a fairly well accepted theory. Mm-hmm. Uh that the Daleks are like what if humanity uh, went all in with with war and conflict and that mm. kind of thing. Let's just develop the biggest guns and the raddest tanks and everything. That would be like, oh, that's the Daleks. Or um, the Cybermen are like, what if humanity and technology completely meld together and it's just this symphony of logic and all that sort of stuff? That's the <laughs> Cybermen, you know. But with with stuff like the Stenza, I mean, I guess they're just like. Uh, they're kind of like the Klingons. Mm. They're just like another war. They're just some warrior race from some far off planet. At least the Klingons had an honor code, though. That's true. That's true. I mean, I guess I guess the Senza have their teeth. <laughs> so uh, not too which, dissimilar which, to the Santarans. No, yeah. no. But I mean, as it is, I feel like it could have been another villain, and it wouldn't have been that different an episode. Mm. I feel like if the Stenza come back, if Tim Shaw returns again somehow, or or his brother Jim Shaw comes comes <laughs> up, they need to focus on the teeth somehow, not in like some weirdo, disgusting way. Just like, why do they take teeth? Why do they stick it in their yeah. faces? What does that do? Just yeah. weird, like David Lynch close-ups of the teeth. <laughs> oh, that one has a cavity. Oh, why did he choose that one? Gross. Just ooh, just that one's a gold cap. Hey, like, nice choice. Slow zooms. With, like, discordant tones. Yep, yep. And somebody, like, calling out a name in a really echoey way as it zooms <laughs> from... It's like, ooh, that one was a molar. Most of them are canines. Did you notice? <laughs> Aside from that, though, I thought it was a fine episode. Um, it didn't 
really feel like a finale in the way that previous finales have felt like that. Just again, because there hasn't been that explicit plot arc mm. throughout the whole thing. This is just another adventure. It happens to feature a villain from a previous adventure. Mm. You know what? I feel like maybe the reason they did it this way is so that Graham could have some closure. I, yeah, I think that's definitely a big part of it. I like, because his original thought was to get revenge. Oh, yeah. You know, an eye for an eye kind of thing. But, yeah. like, that's not what the Doctor's about. And so they end up coming up with a different thing and blah, blah, whatever. Except no. when it is. <laughs> yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. I wonder if maybe that, like, well, I mean, was Graham traveling around just to get away from being at home alone with all the memories? Or was he actually secretly hoping to come across the dude so he can, like, stick a cap in him, you know? Well, I mean, but that's just the thing. We don't know. No. But he was dead. Yeah, I don't think yeah. Graham expected to, to run into him. No, I don't think yeah. any of them did. No. But it's it's also kind of interesting, though, that you bring that up, because I think that Graham is maybe the one with the most story in the series. I mean, Ryan, Ryan is also related to, to Grace, but seems to be processing uh, his grief in a totally different way. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Graham, it keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. When they were in the, the conscious universe, Grace manifested. Mm-hmm. God, that was heartbreaking. I mean, and maybe the same thing would have happened if Ryan had hopped through. Maybe it would have been his dad, which is maybe something that's going to be explored in season two. Or maybe. series two of, uh, of Ryan's Dirty Whittaker's daddy Rome. issues? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You were once my sole companion. <laughs> but, now uh, I'm wetting tissues. Yeah, I thought it was a an excellent, well, not an excellent, but like a cool piece of science fiction storytelling. The whole planets thing. Yeah, it's been done before. Um, it was kind of neat. I thought, <laughs> I thought when the uh, the planets thing came up, that mm. this finale might have been like a little bit of a uh, little bit of, of a yearbook of villains from the series, <laughs> and uh, we would have had the Patang. And it would have been revealed that what was inside the, the crystals was uh, was bl- was dark matter, Patang poop. <laughs> Thinking Futurama. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Going back to p- the Patang as nibbler, but still, I feel still. like m- most of the villains were shitty humans. Basically, yeah. Yeah. The, the worst villain of all, man. That's right. <gasps> dun dun dun. We'll, we'll get to that more in our uh, in our season, season wrap up. Yeah, that's right. Ooh. But yeah, that's that's gonna do it for my writing. Mm. Thumb. All right. In the pointing off to the side. Yeah. They like said it was another episode. <laughs> well, 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 well spotted. No, like like I don't see it as a culmination of any sort of arc or anything like that. It was another episode. That's what I expected, and that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I liked the idea of Tim Shaw initially being a buffoon and coming back with more power. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, fell on his face be- again, but it was like I I liked that idea. Of someone who was who was who was initially comic, and uh, yeah, and you know, is well, I mean, he was even. supposed to be intimidating, but became comedic. Oh yeah. Well, well by the end of the first by the end of the first episode, he was made comedic. The yeah. second, the, the doctor called him Tim Shaw, who was made comedic. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but anyway. So I like that. Uh, I think I think the ucks are good. The idea of a two-person race is like the thing I find most interesting about them. Yeah, do they have sex? That's true. She's like way older than him. Unknown. Cause yeah, because that's just, what I was wondering too. It seems just like a, a mentor and a mentee. 
right? And I don't know if they like if they both die and their spirits and their spirits like, like inhabit something else, like or, the Dalai Lama. I don't know, like or create new bodies or something like that. Well, that's or, the idea maybe, behind the Dalai Lama. Yeah, maybe it's that one of them dies and then the other one has the capacity to create another one, and then they become be. a mentor kind of thing. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, we don't know. Maybe some kind of Harry Potter situation. Did they mention there was only ever two at a time, or they're yes. only in pairs? The doctor exclaims something like, the only dual race, I think. Hmm. Only, yeah. yeah. There's only two alive at a time. Yeah. Because that's the, the amount that the universe will allow, I guess? Something like that. Oh. Yeah, as I said, I enjoyed the, uh, the, the, the smaller moments of the episode. Um, you know, it's got the doctor being like, "Yeah, what I do, but it's big deal. <laughs> You're the big deal. Mm-hmm. You're the real star." <laughs> I'd like to thank all my fans. This award is for <laughs> you. <laughs> Mercari was good. He he uh, he wrestled with every line uh, as much as he could because he <laughs> like he was very info dumpy. Yes, but in the in the slowest way possible, in the way that the plot <laughs> demanded him to be. That's yeah. right. Um, I feel like we got a lot of little bits of concepts that we don't get back to. Mm-hmm. The axe being one of them. I don't think that's that unusual, though. Where you no. get like an interesting race concept, but it's only enough to sustain it for an episode. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, your alternative is like the ood. <laughs> yeah. They just keep trotting the ood out. Like the angels, they get less interesting every time. I like the design of the uh, of the planets encased in crystal. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Just like ever so slightly moving, vibrating back and forth, so condensed. Yeah. yeah, and they weren't like perfectly cubical crystals either. They're all the same shape. Yeah, but they weren't symmetrical. No, so it seems a little bit more organic, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's crystal, it'd be inorganic. Ha! <laughs> it's true. Oh. I said, I think I also got to go with the thumbs to the side. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a bad episode. It wasn't the most amazing episode. It was alright. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed Graham's bit. Yeah. Uh, and, like, honestly, the 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 idea, and, and for the most part, the execution of the Doctor going through the base... And kind of like stealthing it out until she's found, and then talking her way through the rest of it mm-hmm. was uh, was enticing. It was like something I wanted to see more of. I mean, like if anything, it was I guess just sort of the whole danger to to Earth thing yeah. that didn't quite click. The I don't know the whole Tim Shaw being there again. Well, asking questions with more questions, it's like, I'm not going to answer until you answer some of mine. Like, come on. There's got to be a little bit of give and take here. Yeah. When she kept avoiding is, who are you? It's like, eh, don't <laughs> worry about it. Yeah, I mean, that was all right. It wasn't, uh, didn't scratch the itch perfectly. I don't think it was the best episode of the season for sure. No. Um, I mean, it was, it, it, it's kind of neat to see him back, but it didn't, uh, didn't like put a stamp on the season or anything like that. 
So did everybody see the almost preview for next <laughs> the New Year's? Episode? Yeah, that that was infuriating. Hey, hey, we learned a lot. We learned that the Doctor and her mates uh, protect the Earth, and that even that villain they're talking to can't do anything about it. Hey, what? Nice. This very specific villain. Yes. Yeah, what's it called? And it's like, <laughs> ending here. Man, yeah, man, it's a taster fine. indeed. Yeah. I feel like all the trailers this season have been that, and I've kind of liked it. Oh, it yeah. just is giving you like a vibe about what the episode is mm-hmm. going to be like without telling you too much. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this one was the most, not even telling you stuff, but most like, ooh, tune in to find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas most of the other ones have kind been of- like, this is some stuff that happens. <laughs> yeah, quickly. it gives you like a vibe, whereas this one had it as a question. Yes. What is it, OMG? The question is, of course, Doctor Who. Was oh. <laughs> awkward. I liked it. Wasn't the person that said that like a head on a plate? Yeah, he was that merchant uh, guy, <laughs> that merchant marine over there. <laughs> <laughs> Yon Merchant Marine has a mean and hungry look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to be... I mean, it's probably not going to be Christmassy, but I wonder if it's going to be... Festive? Writ- written in like the lighter style that Christmas specials typically are, or if it's going to kick off a new, a new Darker season. Darker and edgier TM? Yeah, the new season <laughs> yeah. before we get to it. Maybe. Oh, man, maybe... All the new fans they brought on in this series will, uh, you know, feel like they know the Doctor well enough that uh, Chibnall and, and all can uh, make a dense, detail-filled arc of a series, starting with the New Year's special. Mm. It'll be it'll, it'll be an arc every episode. Nice. And <laughs> arcs nice. Throughout the entire season. Awesome. <laughs> Double Rainbow Cross the Sky! Oh, man! I'm super excited for it. It won't even be a plot of the week. Nice. What? Oh, man. It's just going to be like a soap opera. Yeah. The plot's <laughs> just constantly going. He was in a coma all along! <laughs> Alright, do you want to do plugs? Yeah, let's do plugs. Okay, let's do them. go first? Yeah, okay. Uh, I have not posted anything since last week, except look for an awesome... Post on my story on Instagram about our new wall art in our kitchen. Please, Ooh. it might not be there anymore, unfortunately. You can put it in your highlights. Oh. I can, and I should put it in my highlights because it is a highlight. It is definitely a highlight. <laughs> um, it is altogether surprising that this piece of wall wall art is appearing in our kitchen. We'll just hmm. leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. I'll post that. Um, otherwise, the. Yeah, sadly, my cosplay is taking a little bit of a, a little bit, not a back burner per se. I just have to kind of pump the brakes on it a little bit. And I had things planned for earlier in the year that I think I have to stretch out a little bit, uh, <laughs> basically, so I don't sacrifice my sanity the way that I have with previous costumes. And I don't end up with, like, an unsatisfactory costume. Right. Which, again, yeah. I yeah. have done and... Then bis- been disappointed with the results and know that I can do better. So, yeah. I will be posting more 
costume work starting in January because I'm basically going to make myself take more time and spread things out a little bit more instead of being in this like constant like six to eight month con crunch process, which is what I've been doing historically. So yeah, just that new thing on the story right now, and that is that normal wolf cosplay. And uh, more to come probably in the new year. Maybe something around Christmas. Might be some little Christmas stories or something. Like the the classic picture of morning mimosas at my parents' house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as usual, you can find me on Instagram, sofacushionart, all one word. S-O-F-A-C-U-S-H-I-O-N-A-R-T. Wow, that's a mouthful. Um, the latest poster, just a couple of doodles. Nothing spectacular, but you know. Stuff's out there. Um, I haven't really posted much anywhere else. <laughs> Especially not in Tumblr, because it's kind of becoming a garbage fire at this point. Yeah, yeah so that's about it for me. Alright. Z. Alrighty. Well, as always, you can find me over on uh, Twitter and Instagram as at Nick S. C. Zach. That is at N-I-C-K-S-C-Z-A-C-H. The Twitter continues to be a pretty quiet place. Not a lot going on there. Not many tweetings. No, no. Chirpy chirp. But over on Instagram, you can expect mm-hmm. at least one post a week on Sundays. Usually a poem. Sometimes not. <laughs> uh, High scoring stop. Gaga! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's fine. Um, and... If you want uh, a whole uh, 3,000 plus lines worth of, of stuff that I've translated, poetry that I've translated, head on over to Blogger's Beowulf, where you can find my Beowulf translation and potentially see any uh, posts and updates about the progress on that ebook. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, every time you spell your like Twitter handle, it just makes me so happy. <laughs> Because that's, of Zach. It's good. This is, I'm this glad is the life you chose, uh, Z. It is, yeah. I don't know why, it just like it just tickles me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a certain musicality to all the letters individually. Yes. <laughs> My baloney has a first name, it's N I C K Z A C H Doesn't doesn't roll off the tongue quite easily, but <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, you. If you want to find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, it is at Victory Lime. Remember, we're not that far away from January, so stay tuned for all those delicious black currant and raspberry Ooh. and strawberry. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I remember this joke from last week. <laughs> jams. <laughs> Still uh, agree. Jams. Arguable. And if you'd like to argue it, uh, who <laughs> at the next cast is a great place to send that feedback and any other feedback you may have on our show. Um, Vote for your favorite member of the Knicks cast. Yeah. Or the Who cast. (laughs) Anyways. Whatever this thing is. (laughs) Vote for the best. Just vote. Vote for the best. Vote five stars on the podcast of your choice. Or or, uh, leave a review. Maybe a pleasant review. Or not. Maybe a review that encourages other people to listen to the program. Say more. Maybe a terrible one. Maybe I'll just bite you. But that's what I would suggest. (laughs) (laughs) Don't at me. Yeah. Uh, if you want more Nick, Nick goodness, there's still a couple episodes of Anthropological to be released before 
Uh, we say goodbye for the holiday season. Uh, upcoming on Friday, we have our pro wrestling episode. Are you hyped? I am. It's me talking for like an hour. Of course I am. <laughs> Favorite. And then after that, we have our mash episode. I'm hyped for that. I might even listen to it. Hey, that's... <laughs> it turned out pretty well. High endorsement, my goodness. I promise. I promise. <laughs> um, so that's that can be found at fantapological.com. I think that's all. So either within the next three weeks you will see a uh, season recap episode, or at three weeks from now you will see a New Year's episode, and then sometime subsequent to that you will see a season recap episode. <laughs> We will talk to you within the next three weeks. I can yes. share for that. So watch That's bananas that three weeks from now is like New Year's. Yeah. Uh, so watch this space, this Who in Review space, and uh, we will talk to you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Thank you.